the views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. All right, everybody, welcome to Culture Insanity. This is a kind of a different way of doing things. Uh, we want to basically show up when there's content for us to show up on. And right now, everybody's talking about this whole Will Smith thing. So we thought that we would uh, just comment on it real quickly and then go off the air. <laughs> sound, good? <laughs> sound good to you, Jamie? That sounds great. All right. Me. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and see what's going on. Comedians are weighing in on the Will Smith-Chris Rock incident with several coming to the defense of Chris, praising him for how he handled the situation. Jeff Ross called Chris a class act on Instagram, writing in part, I worship Chris Rock. I cried when I saw Smith attack him because I was watching my idol live out a comedian's worst nightmare on live television. Rock should get a Nobel Peace Prize for keeping his hands down and not escalating the situation. Jeff, uh, Jeff also revealed that he uh, ha he has alopecia, but when added, uh, when people make jokes, I laugh because that's life. Because it is. And uh, meanwhile, Howard Stern and comedian Nikki Glaser weighed in on Howard's radio show on Sirius XM, uh, questioning why security did nothing and allowed Will to sit there for the rest of the show. Will stand by and watch a guy get assaulted with no repercussions. I like that they go, well, Chris Rock didn't press any charges. Why does Chris Rock have to press charges? Everyone saw uh, an assault take place. Everyone in the room with their own eyes. And then yep. if you would have tuned in 20 minutes later, you would have never known that happened. So for those of you who don't know, uh, which I, I swear everybody does, uh, there's a whole meme going around that uh, nobody would have watched the Oscars if it weren't for this or would not have even known that the Oscars was on. But for those of you who don't know, the unthinkable happened, like literally the unthinkable, uh, you know, unflappable Will Smith had a momentary psychological break or something and went up on stage and slapped Chris Rock for a joke about his, his wife. Thoughts? Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, the lead up and the swing, and here's the pitch. Yeah. Oh, he swung too soon. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, this is uh, called uh, by a lot of people the slap heard around the world. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, personally, you know, it was. Uh, I think that it was a, a pretty innocuous jokes uh, as jokes go. You know, it mm -hmm. wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know, severe. Um, with that said, uh, Will Smith. Um, uh, you know goes up assaults chris rock and you're kind of wondering exactly at that point what's going on and i think that's right. why nobody took any action quite honestly is they were kind of shocked well at what now was happening now they're saying they did take action but will smith refused to leave right but, but i don't know if that's true because well, they didn't they didn't show that they didn't there was show any it. action being right. taken place uh i I, I can think of you know other incidents where you actually saw things. I think uh, I think to other things like uh, uh, was it what the Grammys with Taylor Swift and, and Kanye and West? Kanye West. Yeah. There 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 was action taken, and you right. actually saw. You see people. like security guards get Con up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you 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 kind of have to wonder you know what what that's all about, what's going on behind the scenes in that regard. Um, but 
But then, of course, uh, you turn around and and Will Smith has won this award for uh, you know King Richard. Is right. That, is that the name of it, King Richard? King Richard. Yeah. Uh, t- great. Uh, you know, great movie from from what I've heard. Um, but yeah, I loved it. He uh, he gets up and the speech that he gives, the impression that I'm given when I hear this is he feels that there's this overwhelming weight upon him. So it sounds to me like there's just so many things going on in his life. And then he follows that up by saying, God has put this on me. Yeah, let's let's take a look at it. And the Oscar goes to... Will Smith! Notice how this is like minutes. This is minutes after he has assaulted, you know, Chris Rock. All right, Sam Jackson giving him the. We just watched Coach Carter, by the way. Uh, pretty good. Good movie. Pretty good. Highly recommend it. Oh man. Uh, Richard Williams um, was a fierce defender of his family. Good job, Will. See what he did there. <laughs> he literally made it in this his own expense. time in my life. Yeah. In this moment, I am overwhelmed There's a lot of by what here. God is calling on me to do and be in this world. By what God is calling me to do and be in this world. Yeah, let's see what he, I think he defines that in a second. Making this film, I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most, the strongest, most delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya all right, so he's so he starts off by saying that he uh, that he is a defender of family, and that he, that God has called him to to do something, and now he starts calling it protection. And Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life. to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. It's an interesting choice of words. It really is. A river to my people. Now I know I wonder where it comes to from. To do what we do. Like I wonder if that's just his poetry. You got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. All right, so... 
<coughs> something that should be noted here. So you got Tyler Perry, Denzel Washington, and Bradley Cooper. All three of them are professing Christians from what I understand. And they come out and they talk to Will Smith, who also happens to be something. Uh, what, he credits his grandmother and the the Baptist church that, he, that uh, she right. went to with providing him guidance and faith in, in the love of God. For right. Now, you got to understand, Will Smith, as he started out, um, one of the things that he was known for was being kind of vanilla because mm-hmm. he refused to cuss in his uh, records, right? And that was that's why that Eminem line is like, you know... Um, Will Smith doesn't have to cuss in his records, but I do. But I do, so you know, f him and f you too, right? So, um, so in any case, this is a drastic departure for Will Smith, right? Because yeah, he plays characters or whatever, but now he's uh, twice, twice he he says, "Get your f and name, uh, or get her, get keep my wife's f and name out, your out of your f and mouth. mouth." Yeah, keeps my wife's name out of your f and mouth. Pardon me. Right. So. So anyway, but yeah, here. Let's keep going. Everybody's happy about Denzel. I'm happy about Denzel. <laughs> it's like I want to be a vessel for love. I want to say thank you to Venus. And Serena, I heard that I just this, spit. I that hope the they Oscars, didn't see that on TV. The, the, just um, the Oscars logo appearing on the I want to say thank you to was, Venus and uh, Serena and the entire Williams family for entrusting me with your story. That's what I want to do. I want to be an ambassador to start playing music of that kind Jay. of love and care and concern. Um, All right. So, yeah. So here we so we here we have Will and he's and I'm gonna look I'm gonna look up some other stuff um, while we're talking about this. But here we have Will. He's kind of like in terms of like an action star, even like an actor. Like he's kind of America's sweetheart, sort of. You know, everybody's kind of like Will Smith can do no wrong. I I can't think of there's anything that he's really done that people have uh, you know cried out for you know him to you know. Be thrown before a judge for it, or to you know, to even to called forth to condemn any of his actions, or specifically apologize for any of his actions. And I may have missed something, but uh, those types of things happen on a regular basis to a lot of celebrities, and right. I, I cannot recall that happening to Will at all. Well, he's been going through quite a year. You know, he released his autobiography which has a, has a bunch of like incriminating things mm-hmm. his whole family's uh his whole family's dirty laundry is available on this red table talk um show that Jada hosts on is it Facebook I I think I believe so I could Yeah, be. I think it's Facebook live. Um you know, there's just, there's a lot. He's talked about how he's made mistakes in parenting and his marriage relationship so on and so forth. Uh so his like he's obviously really overwhelmed, and then then he's doing this movie that's all about family. Um, I think here. Let me think. Let's take a look. So let's take a look at Whoopi Goldberg. She is one of the governors of the Academy process, and this is where she. Uh, she. Talks I wonder about if this. the Academy is going to let him keep it. But that being said, we're not going to take that Oscar from him. The co-hosts of The View had a lot to say about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. 
Whoopi Goldberg, Sonny Hostin, Joy Behar, and Anna Navarro shared their unfiltered opinions on the jaw-dropping Academy Awards altercation. The King Richard star shocked viewers on Sunday night when who suffers from alopecia. They want us to be edgy. They want us to go out there and say things that other people are just thinking. They want us to take a risk, uh, and, uh, and then they get mad. Anna said that the incident was a, quote, crime of assault on national TV. She added that while Chris's joke was, quote, Nothing, nothing, nada, cero, condones violence in this form. Nada. For her part, Sunny argued that Chris deserved an apology from Will. Let's see, I want to hear what. That Will and Jada have been the subject of lots of jokes over okay. the years, including at the 2016 Oscars that Chris hosted, and suggested that Will probably had reached his breaking point. There you go. I think he had he had one of those moments where it's just like, GD it, you know? I just, just stop, just stop. I get it. Not everybody acts the way we would like them to under pressure. Some people just snap, he snapped. She also oh. argued that Will should get to keep his Oscar when Sonny questioned how things would play out. I wonder if the Academy is going to let him keep it. But that being said... We're not going to take that Oscar from him. Well, we're I, not I think there should just, be consequences to Well, there will be consequences, television. I'm sure, but I don't think yeah. that that's what they'll well, be. Particularly because Chris said, listen, I'm not, I'm yeah. not pressing any right. artists. Later in the show, when the topic came up again, Whoopi said that everyone makes mistakes and suggested that piling continued criticism on Will wouldn't help. People will beat you for weeks. We get it, when we make a mistake, we know. As hard as we're beating folks, they're beating themselves. All right, so <clears throat> there you have Whoopi Goldberg, and it's significant that Whoopi Goldberg is talking because she is, like I said, one of the governors of the of the Oscars, she's one of the governors of that academy, mm -hmm. so she can speak authoritatively from from where they're coming from, and you can you can hear it in there. I think that a lot of celebrities are kind of saying the same thing. They kind of get where Will Smith is coming from um, on one side, so there's it's very polarizing. They're, they kind of get where it's coming from on one side because really what you have here is nobody's calling it, but it's an act of bullying, right? It's it's straight up bullying. So you have you have an active bullying for Chris Rock, to Will to Will Smith's family, right? Mm -hmm. um, although he's the camel, or he's the he's the straw that broke the camel's back, in terms of the things that are going on. But he's subjected his family; they have subjected themselves to, to this process of of you know, everything being just revealed and out in the open and so on and so forth. And you know, you live in glass houses and things crack. So. So that's like that's a factor in it. Um, yeah. So so there's that. But then the other side is the assault factor. And let's take a look at uh, Jim Carrey and what he has to say. Okay. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, on mass, and uh, it just. It really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. Jim Carrey weighing in on Will Smith's Oscar controversy during a new interview with Gail King for CBS Morning. They asked Chris, do you want to file charges? And Chris apparently said, no, he did not. He doesn't want the hassle. I, I'd have, I'd have uh, for announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. 
Jim Carrey was on hand promoting his new movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but yeah, he made it clear how he felt about Will Smith's actions on Sunday night. You do not have the right to, to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. Since Sunday night, the Academy has launched a formal review into Smith's actions on stage, and Will has since issued a statement apologizing to Chris Rock saying in part, quote, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I was embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. On Sunday, Extra spoke to many stars who also weighed in on Will's behavior. You watched the show. I'm sure you saw the moment yeah, everyone is talking that. about between Chris and Will. The former Your girl. thoughts? And Dr. Quinn. I don't condone violence. I just don't see any reason for it. Um, you know, I do know that if you can have any comedian and the rest of the show, everyone was being ridiculed in some way. All right, Jane Seymour aside. So there you have it. You have the let's let's frame the argument. So you have this event that happens. A guy who's generally considered to be a nice guy that everybody knows and pretty much loves universally, whether it, his work tanks or not from time to time. They pretty much love his work. He's got his family out in the open. His family is extremely progressive and is constantly getting controversy. He, he, The veneer of Will Smith is kind of dropping off in terms of him, uh, in terms of like his marriage and all of these things. He's also incredibly successful. He's like moved to a, a whole new format into social media um, that he wasn't on before. He has, believe it or not, you guys probably don't know this, but Will Smith's production company is what is is one of the main uh, people behind Cobra Kai and the relaunch of that. Because if you remember, he had uh, Jaden starring in, mm -hmm. so he had the rights to the Karate Kid. So he's he's behind that. That's incredibly successful. He also rebooted uh, the Fresh Prince. Uh, it's just called Bel Air, Bel -Air. now. Yeah, Bel -Air. it's just called Bel Air now. So he's like, he's still he's still big. He may not be the guy that's always in front of the camera. And then this year he turns and puts out one, one movie and wins, you know, for the very first time in his life, he's about to win an Oscar again. Um, and there wasn't a lot of competition. No. And, uh, and his performance is great. I would recommend seeing that movie despite this controversy. And so he's thinking about family and all these things, and this movie is incredibly about, it's on point, it's about family. It's about the protection of family. It's about giving your family what you need. And then the, the comment gets made, the joke gets made, and then he flips out, and then afterwards he says, God made me do it. I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a simplified version of it, but no, that's kind of what it, it is. It, you know, I, uh, my, my wife... Uh, told me about the, the sorry to interrupt we only have one camera angle because okay. the ipad died okay so interesting it's staring at josh right now all right so josh you do all the talking yes what yeah. just okay. move <laughs> your mouth like you're talking while my dad talks <laughs> all right thanks. all right so the We're other night uh so that's pr that's producer jasmine over there yes producer jasmine weighing in on what's going on tech uh, technology well so we could get uh we could get our uh guest producer in here uh, Dylan, he can uh, <laughs> come and he can adjust the. Yeah, he, he can, can move, move the, the camera. camera come on, come side. on here, Dylan. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go All ahead, right, James. so I, so I'm talking. Uh, so uh, my wife lets me know that this has occurred, and uh, so I immediately, of course, go to go to look. And uh, thanks to the, there's a the handle, technology, there's a handle right there. You just kind of turn it. Turn. See that big handle right there? No, up, the up, 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 right there on the side, on the side. There you go. There you go. Just crank that over. There, there you, you go. go. A little bit. That's probably good. 
So, uh, uh, so I immediately, of course, thanks to our multimedia world, uh, immediately uh, these clips were up and available. Of course, the clip that I watched was in Japanese. Uh, praise right. God for high school. I took Japanese. <laughs> there you um, go. But uh, so I got to got to see that, and then the immediate thing that I did was I immediately looked for any type of apology or any other event that took place, and then the first thing that comes up is his speech. And then I listened to not the full speech to begin with, just uh, the first two minute clip where he gets to the part where, you know, Denzel said, when you're at your highest, that's when the devil comes yeah, for you. Right. And listening to this, the first thing that came to mind was Adam in the Garden of Eden. The very first thing that uh, that happens when he feels right. God, God still comes. God still comes for the walk. God uh, searches for them and says, why are you hiding? Adam says, you know, we're, we we're naked. And mm. we were ashamed. Mm -hmm. And and God says to, well, who told you you were naked? And instead of taking ownership of that, Adam immediately turns and says, well, the woman that you gave me. Right. The woman you gave me. And then Eve follows suit and says, well, the serpent. Um, so it just harkens back to that, that first uh, scene right there in the garden. That moment of blame moment. shifting. Right. Yeah. And, we, we have this idea as humans that we have to lay blame somewhere. It has to fall somewhere. Mm -hmm. But heaven forbid it land on us. Mm -hmm. It cannot land on us, and we cannot take ownership of it. And if you can't take ownership of something that rightfully belongs to you, how can you truly repent of it? How can you truly move on from it? How can you make sure that it doesn't happen again in your life? You can't. Yeah. Do we think... Do we get the... Uh do we get the perception that this is staged or that will um, isn't mm, isn't um, sincere in his apology? Uh, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lack of sincerity there. It doesn't come across. Uh, it comes across kind of as a general apology. What you know, anything that's gone through however many publicists probably will, quite honestly. Right. But I don't think that it's staged. I don't think that. There's anything to be gained by either uh, Chris Rock or Will Smith in this. Uh, so I think the hit was real. I think the uh, apology was real. And I think that people's reaction, uh, I'm kind of with Jim Carrey on this, to give a guy that just literally committed a crime by assaulting another individual on stage, they're giving a standing ovation because he said some words that they really resonated with. He said love several times, so he must be okay. So producer Jasmine has come in here a couple times to adjust the camera. So I'm going to ask I'm going to ask uh, Pastor James to lean into the <laughs> to lean in so that she doesn't. You know, I think this is this is kind of this is kind of a good look, like right here. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So um, <coughs> yeah. So good thing we got all all of our video uh, out of the way before. <laughs> Yeah, um, one of the things that uh, I was I was listening to Ben Shapiro's take on it, and one of the mm. things that I appreciated that he he noted was that um, there's a there's less and less of a tolerance, right? There's some real irony in this, but there's less and less of a tolerance of microaggressions, as as they put it, um, from the left, right? Mm -hmm. And the the Hollywood community is extremely <laughs> okay. I'm just adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. The Hollywood community is extremely progressive. Um, 
uh, at least the the verbal vocal side of the Hollywood community is extremely very progressive. So so there's less and less of a tolerance of these things. You know, we're looking when when Trump was a president, we're looking at wanting him to die. How dare he tweet that? Yeah. Yeah, right? That we was should, call we over should kill over him. He should be murdered. He should be taken out. He, we should beat him. And the list goes on and on, right? And, and not just him. Anybody that goes out that supported him, that voted for him, if they go to a restaurant, you show up and right. you – I mean, We, we had, should abandon our relationships. We, we had should... members of uh, governing bodies, elected officials – inciting uh, or wishing to incite riots if uh, anybody comes along that was a supporter of, of, of this person at all. Right. And we, w- our, ch- our church is located in the, in the Portland. Oh, see, that's, that's much nicer. Oh yeah. Our church is located in the Portland metro area. So we were where the riots were. Like we could hear all the riots happening. We could see how the neighbors, how, how people were being run out of Portland, how businesses are being run out of Portland, how neighbors were fighting neighbors, so on and so forth, right? Now, I think about that, and this is the point that Ben Shapiro brings up. I mean, he didn't go that far into detail, but I, I agree with him. We think about that, and then we think about what is, is going on with, uh, with this and how everybody's so shocked and so surprised. But if you think about it, we've been being primed to think of these these. Uh, microaggressions as things that that it is justified for us to overreact call, to a call to action. Yes, you have to stand firm and know what is right. If and you don't defend, yeah. If you don't defend, then you're a participant in the violence. You're perpetuating it. Right. And so, from that standpoint, what's interesting to me is that Will Smith, um, you know, that that people were shocked that he would do this, but he's part of a community that actually calls for that. Let me see if I can pull up. Uh, Ben's thoughts on this because he's very quick speaking <laughs> Yes, and he's uh, eloquent. We have heard from our moral betters, gay, 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 gay. We have heard from our moral betters about so, ribbons. What he's referring there to is uh, DeSantis in Florida mm-hmm. and uh, specifically like Disney's take on on DeSantis's don't say gay law is that what it is that that's what people call the bill right right right, though, right 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 you know there's right no way and then there. so basically i think that was the post of uh Oscar Isaac that's perhaps another culture insanity but Oscar Isaac he posted that in response to the quote unquote don't say gay thing right and he's got a show i'm really looking forward to coming out uh, moon night which i think oh, it, yeah. i think yeah, it yeah. might already be out is it uh, out already? I, well, I know they just dropped another like final trailer. Oh, so, so maybe that's not, what it is. So it, it's pretty soon. But yeah, it looks good. But um, in any case, uh, so that's what he's referring to is you know Hollywood is is, is he's talking about how progressive it is for Ukraine. We've heard about uh, from from our moral betters about the pay gap as they receive their thousands of dollars in swag. We've heard Mitch McConnell jokes, but all of this led up to Chris Rock making a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Now Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, which means that she has lost some hair, which means that she cut her hair really close. Apparently, Chris Rock did not know that. And he makes some sort of joke about how she looks like she should star in G.I. Jane 2. Okay, that's pretty light stuff. As someone who gets roasted regularly on the internet, there are more than a few Ben Shapiro jokes out there, okay, guys? And I find most of them actually pretty funny. And by the way, there are a bunch of jokes out there about my wife because I'm a public figure. And my wife honestly finds them pretty funny most of the time. But even if we don't find them funny, 
Who cares? That's called being a public figure. Right. And this is like the mildest joke anyone has ever told about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, considering they have an open marriage. And it is well known that Will, that Will Smith, let's just say that other dudes and Jada Pinkett has been a thing for a very long time within this marriage, like very publicly so. So this is the mildest joke anyone has ever told about Jada Pinkett Smith. On the list of jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith, this one is like, this ranks like 1,292. And what, what what's funny about and he's he's just confirming something. This is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Was was this year in particular uh, a lot has come out in terms of that, and that was one of the things that they confirmed was that they had freedom, quote unquote, in the love of their relationship to go outside the bounds of what would normally be considered marriage, right? Uh, because they love each other so much that monogamy, they're willing to, yeah, uh, monogamy seen as a as a prison. Yeah, uh, that would trap that love instead of letting it flow freely. And th there were rumors about that, but that's that's new and confirmed. So about this, actually, is that, as you'll see, after Chris Rock tells this joke, they cut to Will Smith. He's laughing. And then yeah. he looks over at Jada Pinkett and she's mad. Yep. And then the unthinkable occurs. Oh. Jada, I, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> see, he's laughing. He's laughing. And then. I don't know if this is going to get censored, guys, so, you know, protect your precious ears if you've never heard a cuss word. And then she's mad. She's mad. You can see she's mad. It's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. Uh-oh. And he thinks he's going to come up there and stage something with him. Oh, wow. And instead, Will Smith wow. just launches into him and just cracks Will him across Smith the face. Will Smith just smacked the out of me. Censored. <laughs> Wow, dude. Look at the look on yeah. Will Smith's It was face. a G.I. Jane clearly not joke. a joke Keep to him. my wife's name out your f***ing mouth. I'm going to, okay? Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if anybody's talking about it. I mean, I heard the whole Nobel Prize thing, but man, Chris Rock. Wow. You know, you, you see also right there, that's probably when he's thinking, man, I could totally just roast. Yeah. Roast you completely yeah, yeah. right now. Right. Right. And that's probably what expected. Did you hear about, okay, did you hear about this? Chris Rocks, he has two shows this week and somewhere else, I think tomorrow is his first of the two shows. And they went up from like $70 a ticket to $700 a ticket. <laughs> they said that they sold more, <laughs> they said that they sold more, uh, you know, tickets mm -hmm. in like, a couple hours than they had for a couple months for Chris Rock. And he's he's like considered like an elite comedian. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, no. That was a greatest <laughs> night in the history of television. Okay. Good for his career, okay. I guess. <laughs> man, so first of all, um, it's not a punch punch. Chris Rock is more of a man for taking that slap than Will Smith is for throwing it. That's a good line. Right? Like you're on stage in front of several million people and somebody smacks you upside the head and you just take it like that. First of all, Will Smith's a fairly big dude. Yeah. Like, so and he kind of launches into him right there. <laughs> like right. the full Batman and Robin meme right there. And um, and I, I, I do I, I will say that the Lapita Nyong'o, who's sitting behind him, Will Smith there, her face is kind of everything in this. She's like, I can't believe I'm at the same table with what's happening right now. But yeah. the the kind of first of all, I just have to say this. He gets into one little fight, and now they need to send Will Smith to his auntie and uncle out in Bel Air. <laughs> That's what needs to happen here. Now, if these people had any... If you guys don't know, that is a reference to the Fresh Prince, um, which is really funny. 
and I don't want to listen to Ben right. hawk whatever right. he's going to hawk. You know, he's got to make money, but we'll see if we can skip ahead. Will Smith is fine with other dudes and his wife having sex. He is not fine with someone making a joke about his wife at the Oscars. They've been public figures for about as long as I've been alive. So that's, that. it was a weird strand. Now, what was even weirder, and I, I won't say it's weird because it actually does say something about where we are in the country. A huge number of people on Twitter came out from the left and were defending Will Smith. Because after all, it was a bad joke. It was a mean joke. How dare he tell a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith? She has alopecia. He shouldn't tell that joke. Okay, you might not like the joke. You might think that the joke is bad. We have a general rule in this country that when somebody makes a joke you don't like, you don't get to smack them upside the head. I, I, I don't find this particularly shocking, truth be told, that so much of the left is willing to defend this kind of stuff. This is this is true. Uh, he like has like major security wherever he goes. Because, because, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's about to make his final point. Because after yeah. all, the left has been willing to defend the idea that violence should be the response to quote unquote microaggressions for years and years and there years and go. years. You know, I was on national television on CNN headline news in like 2013, 2014. And a transgender woman, meaning a biological male was sitting next to me and I called him sir. And he threatened me on national TV while putting his hand on the back of my neck. Yeah, you should uh, take a look at that if you get a chance. Uh, I can't remember if it was on the Dr. Drew show. I can't remember what it was on. But if you get a chance, take a look at that video. It's, it's really crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so he's, he's making the point. Here's the, here's the rub for us and why this is important. A, everyone's talking about it. And B, you have the name of God invoked here. So, and you have Will Smith from everything I can tell. I mean, I haven't done a huge deep dive and I haven't read his autobiography, but from what I can tell, he's more of a progressive, if you can call him a Christian, he's more of a progressive Christian. Right. I mean, I, it, the way that he lives his life, so the evidence yeah. of that isn't there to say that he is, you know, living in the life of a Christian. Right. There's, there's multiple use of, uh, of mind-altering drugs. There's yeah. the... Uh, differing ideas of marriage that yeah. differ from what the scriptures say. Well, I think he believes in the divinity. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he believes in the divinity of all people, mm -hmm. the Christ consciousness. You know, that's why he focused on the being love, right? Being love him be himself, being that vessel of love, right? And this is where that this is where that heads. By the way, because you know, in this moment, he was his own standard, and he chose to he chose to act on it. I mean, he's flying high. He's at the top of the world, so on and so forth. But at the same time, in his personal life, everything is showing itself to be perhaps uglier than he uh, actually values. And that's really, you know, he felt the need to defend it. And he stepped outside the realm of what's acceptable, even to himself, because he has what we call a fact-value split in terms of his worldview, right? He has these values which he has... Uh, syncretically pulled out of Christianity, you know, that were given to him by his grandma. And then he's got the facts of his, his life, which, you know, is he's Will Smith. Right. You know, someone, someone talks trash, he's Will Smith. Somebody, you know, does whatever, he can do whatever, he's like a powerful man, you know? And that's what happened in that moment. He got up on stage, West Philly, born and raised, and did what you do in West Philly. Uh, and, you know, and I even, I, somebody... Somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody even made a comment about that. Like, I'm from Absolutely. West Philly, too, you know? Um, <clears throat> so this is, the, this is what happens when you have that fact-value split, when you don't have your, your, uh, your 
identity centered holistically in 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 who God is, and you can tell at least at least I believe so that um, that he's shocked. You know, this this is a watershed moment for him. I think he's going to look back on this and be like, "What just happened?" You know, and he he said the next day he's ashamed of his of Absolutely. his behavior. The question is, what's he going to do with that? And and again, to to our tens of people, one of you might know Will Smith, and somehow, some way, Will Smith sees this video. Uh, you need to confess and repent. That's uh, that's what the Bible that your grandmother believed in that uh, she passed on uh, to you by your own words interview in uh, just uh, November of two thousand one. Uh, or 2000, it's really yeah. recent within the right. past one to two years, uh, stating that that is, uh, you know, uh, something that you've uh, set as a foundation for your life. So put it into practice, the whole thing into practice, not just bits and pieces of it. Um, you, people are, are going to hit breaking points. People are going to uh, fall uh, into the, the temptation and embrace it. And it's, it's how they respond once that takes place, once that fall has taken place, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just continue on with what led you to the same place, or are you going to replace that outcome and repent from it, admit that that took place, turn and walk away from it, never to go there again, because the power of God gives you victory over that. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of it, um, you know, I, I, I take more of a... Uh, middle ground in the sense like pastorally right so pastorally we're we're dealing with sinners that's what we deal with when you're dealing with um when you're dealing with celebrities you're not dealing with sinners you're dealing with people who can do no wrong right but for me i look at that and i think if will smith was my was one of my um charge you know if he's a person that i'm ministering to i, I think immediately i would just i would feel sad I would feel concerned that he's confused. I would feel um, disappointed that he that he made that choice, and I would feel um, concerned for him and the consequences that he's going to have to now bear. Um, yeah, and it's it's really strangely polarized. <laughs> it's it really is strangely polarized the nation on on this yeah, subject. The the people that have come out in defense of him have also come out in the defense of other violence in the past. Right. Uh, the the people that have uh, even that have jumped on Chris Rock. It's like uh, I've heard uh, you know the uh, propagation of the misogynistic yes. you know mm -hmm. type of society that would make fun of this woman yeah. for a disease that she can't control and, right. and her actions and just the, the way that people are reacting to it, it. You need to take a look at it for what it is. Was Chris Rock right? You know, he told a joke. That's, yeah. That's his job. Right. If you're offended by it, I'm, you know, you don't have to listen to Chris Rock. Right. Um, Will Smith, it being incited to violence by this, that's a decision that he make that he, he, you know, can't walk back from now, but he can, Repent from it now. And I, I may sound kind of harsh because I'm like, repent, repent, repent. But, you know, you, Will, you're not in this alone. 
for yeah. that one person that may possibly know it that's maybe related, you know, casually to someone that watches this show. Right. You're not alone in it. And I would hope that you have a trusted, uh, you know, pastor, trusted friend uh, that would be able to walk alongside you and, and deal with all of these things that you feel overwhelmed with, that you right. feel like God is pouring, uh, pouring upon you. Um, that's, you know, that's not how God operates. And if that's what you think is how God operates, then we need to correct that. How can we help you do that? Right. So I think what you have here is just evidence of evidence of hypocrisy, evidence, uh, you know, everything that everything's not as shiny as it seems in Hollywood. Um, and and I think for us, you know, yeah, I think for us, when we take this position of um, that we can pick and choose what we want from our Christianity or from our Christian worldview or from our Christian consensus, whatever you want to say. When we say that we can pick and choose, what it leads ultimately to is a downfall. It leads to confusion. And uh, sadly, we're seeing that play out here. Um, and I think that there's a lot of choice for people uh, in their own life to decide. And, and that's why it's probably so polarizing, you know, in terms of people having to decide whether they're going to be violent toward microaggressions and everything like that. I just I want to point out that the issue here really isn't violence. There is a time and place for violence. Absolutely. And the scripture is really clear about that. I think that many of our men and women have um, died nobly in the fight against things like the, the Nazis, for instance. There is a time and place for violence. The issue has to do with why. You know, why are you committing violence? And as much as he says that it is out of defense for his family, and you know what? I mean, he is a good actor, but I believe him. Like, I actually believe that that is his actual thought process. The issue isn't that he was violent. The issue is that he was undiscerning. That he didn't, that he is in a, he's in a, uh, a moral vacuum where the idea of right and wrong is so much of his own making that his emotions were able to define in that moment when it was the right time to use violence. And that is the problem. It's not that he was violent. It's that he was undiscerning. And so this is just a charge for all the Christians out there who are thinking about these things, um, for Will Smith, for the comedians out there. Um, we got to be thinkers. Um, we got to we got to we got to fear God and find wisdom for discernment in in all of these ways because as the world gets more and more polarizing, you're going to see more and more of this. And I think we're lucky that he is that he genuinely seems to have a um, a level of contrition in that he's confused about his actions and so on and so forth but you know what if he snapped you know like what if what if he didn't um walk away from it you know and decided that he wanted to do something more vicious or heinous in that moment people aren't really talking about that jason momoa is sitting you know real close to him so maybe he could have done something aquaman. yeah aquaman but uh yeah in any case so I think that's I think that's a good enough discussion for us. A little longer than what we might have thought it was. Right, this for. is our this is our version of short. Apparently, <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're gonna do a lot more programming like this. Where if there's something to talk about, we'll talk about it. 
so yeah, stay tuned to Culture Insanity. You know, uh, stay tuned to this channel. And um, if there's something you want us to talk about in culture, um, hit us up and check out our previous uh, last episode. We talked about uh, Leah, Leah Thomas. Thomas. So have a good night. Cue the uh, uh, disclaimer. The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lathe Bible Fellowship. You are